In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips. And my mouth shall declare your praise. I will sing, sing of your salvation. I will sing, sing of your salvation. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, rescue me and deliver me. Incline your ear to me and save me. I will sing, I will sing your salvation. Be my rock. Stronghold to give me safety. For you are my rock and my fortress. Oh, my God, rescue me from the hand of the wicked. I will sing, I will sing your salvation. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 10, verse 9. Brothers and sisters, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On the surface, today's scripture passage seems to present a rather simple outlook on salvation. But when we start digging deeper into St. Paul's words, we find that this message is much more challenging than it first appears. Paul explicitly says we must confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts. Now, many of the early Christians who would have been reading this letter in the first days of the church were Jewish converts. And unlike us today, These Jewish ears would have perked up when hearing the language of mouths and hearts. These words would have evoked ancient words spoken by Moses. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 14, Moses says to the Israelites, The word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, so that you can do it. Moses taught the Israelites that they could not escape the responsibility to listen and obey God's word. Why? Because God had made his word, his law, abundantly clear to them. God's law was in their mouths because he commanded them to recite it and meditate on it daily. And it was in their hearts because he entered a loving covenant relationship with them that was governed and protected by his law. Fast forward to today's scripture, and these words from Moses are given their perfect meaning and fulfillment. Jesus Christ, the eternal word of God, 
has sent the Holy Spirit to write God's law on our hearts in baptism. Because of this reality, even more than the ancient Israelites in the Old Testament, we as Christians cannot escape the responsibility to profess our belief in Christ and his truth in the world. Yes, this duty is very challenging. I know I always seem to find ways to distract myself from its demands. I use responsibilities I have to work or my family as ways to distract or even excuse myself from growing in prayer or from studying God's word, and especially from finding opportunities to confess Jesus and his gospel. But if Jesus is truly Lord, meaning If we really do see him as God and king of our lives, then we have the duty to advance his kingdom. We have the responsibility to bring his merciful love and truth to the places where it is mocked and ignored the most. With that in mind, I invite each of us to reflect quietly on this question. What circumstances in my life must I change so I can grow in knowledge and love for God through prayer, study, and action? God calls each of us to the mission of professing our belief in Christ to the world. But we do not need to fear this mission because his word is with us in our mouths, and in our hearts. Let the name of Jesus be praised, both now and forever. Amen. Gathered as a family of faith, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. God above, there is no one like you. You are the one true God, the only God that I worship, the Alpha and Omega. Remind me that you are not perplexed by the struggles I face, so that I may rest and be comforted by your all-knowing power. May it be done in my life as I seek you. In your name alone we pray. Amen. A few more days until Sunday when we begin our spiritual journey of Advent together. 
And every day, we're going to begin our prayer here at the God Minute through Advent by lighting the candle on our Advent wreath. So I hope you might get yours out as well so you can join us every day with your own. And if if you don't have one and you're looking, we put a link to a simple little one you can get off Walmart and deliver to your door. Uh, Just check our app blog under Advent and you'll see the link. Speaking of, if you'd like to be notified and kept up to date on things going on, then be sure and subscribe to our email list which is also on our app blog (laughs) and website. So it's all there, friends. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining all of us today in prayer. May God's blessing and protection go with you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Go with God and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.